Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Yellow Ribbon Pod with me, uh, Rob, and with Harley Sheldon, sponsored by Brellis Recruitment. Now, this was planned to be a bi-weekly pod. However, Walsall have decided, no, that's not going to be the case. You're going to have to churn out some extra pods in between. Just a small, small, small topic of a sacking, Harley. Um your views on this are, I would say, quite strong. Yeah. So I'm going to just ask flat out, do you think the club have made the right decision in sacking Michael Flynn? No. Um, I think that they probably couldn't have gone about this any worse because the timing just doesn't make any sense. I can understand with the results being what they are, with the football being pretty poor, that you would be looking to let him go. But with, what, three games left of the season, we're safe from relegation. It just doesn't make any sense because what what's the point? That's how I feel about it. And I feel it puts us in a very awkward position going forward. And I, I really don't get the thinking behind it. Now, I mean, we'll we'll go into kind of the reasons why he has inevitably lost his job. But I want to kind of ask you about, like you said, about the timing of it. Do you think it's almost they've done it in a weird middle ground? So almost if it had been done three or four matches earlier or at the end of the season, it would have made more sense. Yeah, I think that if this was a month ago... Potentially, I can understand, although I wouldn't have been in favour of it then either, I can understand the reasoning if we have someone who can get in quite quickly and we can turn things around and get a strong top-half finish. If it's um, a month later, say, whenever the season finishes, then he's run his course and we can kind of cut things off at an appropriate time and kind of move forward. But it's an awkward middle ground where the season's not over, but it is. And it leaves questions like who's going to do the retained and release list because do they go off what Michael Flynn was suggesting? Will Sadler and uh, Richard Kelly do it? Will it be decided by higher ups with them potentially participating in it it leaves a lot of unanswered questions and I I find the timing really bizarre yeah I think I think with that the um the kind of the the renewal situation kind of it, it's just it's an odd thing to do because like you said a month earlier someone could have come in gone right I'm gonna be playing let's just say for example, a um Matt Taylor 4231. This is my philosophy. I want wingers with a central attack in mid. This this is how I want to play. That will shape who you keep. Let's face it, 
that's the main reason that I know it's a very specific example, but Brendan Kiernan is no longer at the club because he didn't fit Flynn's system. I think unless you do commit with Sadler and O'Kelly, it's going to be a very difficult thing to do because surely the club will want someone in to kind of have a say over that. Um, Because if you release, I don't know, who, who can we think of that's out of contract? Um, Manny Month. Let's yeah. just go with an example. And Connor Wilkinson. But you were going to play with a back three with, and you ideally wanted, like you, always as a manager, likes Wilkinson and wanted him as a striker. That just wouldn't make sense. I'm not for one second saying that they won't be offered contracts, but they're just an example. I, I think... Yeah, and then it also leaves some question marks over players like Jack Earring, new set like new setup. Are they gonna kind of be cutthroat and get rid of him, or are they going to potentially then actually ultimately lean on Matt Sadler and go, "What do you think?" I think it's just it's odd timing. You expect at the end of a season managers to leave their jobs. Yeah. It, it at the end of a season ultimately targets haven't been met there is always a bit of a culling that goes on across the leagues. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I I can't explain the timing, but I think, was it needed, in your opinion? What, the sacking? Yeah. I don't think it was. I, I mean, we both said that we think that he deserved more time. And the whole time, what I've been getting at and saying, and I think a lot of other people have been saying this, is that we needed to give a manager some time to build. Yeah, We can't fix all our problems in one transfer window or two transfer windows. You know, we have to back a project at some point. And we've done the same thing we always do, which is when it starts to get bad and the path ahead looks a little bit murky. We twist instead of sticking. And I don't think that's good for us. And I don't, I don't, I feel like we just made the same mistake we keep making. I want to kind of play devil's advocate here. I mean, we obviously both feel Flynn should have had more time, but given the nature of the performances, Kind of had a, a slight sense of inevitability about it. I think coming out and saying that he'd almost didn't know what to do with the players anymore was a, a bit of a mm. shoot yourself in the foot comment, potentially. Arguments with players, it kind of this the, the team for the large part of the season had been built on a strong defense. We were shipping goals. Was it a case of almost the strengths that Flynn had and kind of the big ticks in his to keep column were now question marks. Yeah, I think that you can somewhat justify the reason for letting him go because of all those great points you've just made. The way I looked at it was that, yeah, it's been pretty dire the last few months, but 
realistically, it's not been an awful season. We've had a cup run. We had a stab at playoffs and it fell away after January. Yeah, these things happen. But I feel like there was more to come from Flynn. Yes, he fell out with some players, but he can just get rid of them in the summer and he can build on the foundation he's already created. And now we've got to bring in another manager and we're going to have to find someone who plays a similar setup because I feel like we've got a lot of players, although quite flexible, I feel like they are quite suited to the three at the back. I look at Liam Gordon, I say he's definitely a better wing back than he would be left back. Uh, certain elements like that. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna have to bring in someone who can kind of adapt to that play style, and I think it kind of ham hamstrings our selection a little bit. Do you think that almost the 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 job of Walsall manager, head coach, however you want to phrase it, given that. Clark left to go to pastures new and it worked. I know he lost his job, but he lost it in League One. The fact that a young, hot prospect didn't work and now someone that's proven to be able to work with a similar type of club to Walsall didn't work. Do you think now that almost the number of managers that maybe fans would want to come in because let's face it, we all, as soon as Flynn was linked to the job, thought this is a brilliant, brilliant um, appointment. Do you think those managers are going to be few and far between now? Yeah, and I think that we are beginning to give ourselves a reputation as being a very cutthroat club, almost the, the Watford of League Two, if you'd have it. Yeah, you know what I mean, though? It's um, and I think managers might be potentially a little bit scared to come here, because if they don't get it right straight away, their job's at risk. And I potentially don't like that idea. I don't think it works for Watford. And I don't think it'd work for us. Yeah, I think that at some point, we needed to back someone. And we saw with Flynn at Newport that his first season wasn't very good. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't amazing. But he built on something and it got better year on year. Dean Smith was the same. It got better year on year. You know, a manager can't improve year on year if they're only getting one year. That's just just simple maths. What? Where does this leave the club now? I mean, obviously, the Sadler-O'Kelly combo for a few games is all well and good. But it's it's gone very quiet. The, the two statements have been incredibly short. And I understand a lot of the, the fan comments that almost they want the, the hierarchy to be focusing on sorting this mess out. But a written state, a long written statement or a 10-minute video, it's not asking the world to sort of try and explain a thought process. I mean, especially when sort of the decision to, to sack Flynn, when we look at kind of like, obviously we ran a poll and I think it's the closest that in recent history would ever have been 
regarding sacking a manager. I mean, 27.5% said yes, he had to go. 38.8% said no, he should have stayed. And 33.7% said they're not sure what's best. And the fact that a third of, of, I mean, nearly 450 votes, the fact that a third of those people don't know what the best situation for the club is speaks more than ever that we need some communication. Yeah. I personally feel like this is quite a reactionary decision. And I feel like the club, I'm not sure they can explain it right now. And I think they're going to have to come up with some time to come up with a good way of spinning it. Because I don't think they've got anyone lined up. And I think they're flapping a little bit in terms of they don't know what they're going to do. They've stuck themselves in this problem. They've dug themselves a hole and now they've got to get themselves out of it. And I don't think they're thinking about the fans right now. I think they're just thinking, how are we going to get out of this hole? Yeah, that's I mean, how I see I, it. I look at the the kind of the next manager odds. Now, given like in the first day or two, it's very difficult because the bookies don't know. The bookies don't really, there's never many bets made on this. Anyway, this is my understanding from what I've heard within the industry. There's not really many bets placed, which is why I think like places like Skybet don't now do betting for lower down the leagues. Um, the fact that the net, the, the, the kind of favourites for the job are at six to one shows that really you, you can discount the list because nobody really knows. Do you think that the club are waiting for that end of season who's getting rid of their manager to see who they might be able to pick up that's fresh out of a job? Yeah, I think that would be a sensible thing to do, uh, give a wider pool of managers, because I feel like we've put ourselves in a situation. I feel like potentially a lot like the kind of the season we brought in Daryl Clark, where there wasn't really an obvious candidate as to who was going to take over. And there was a lot of names being thrown around and it ended up being him. Yeah, there's not really there's not really one person you'd say that's the man like it was with Michael Flynn. And so I think that being a little bit patient now, now we've put ourselves in this position is probably the best thing just so we can widen the pool of managers. Yeah, I mean, I kind of had a quick glance through the odds, but it's not given given the appointment of O'Kelly. There's not I'd say it's you can pretty much discount looking until the end of the season, because it's not, the odds are so long that, you know, it's it's not, um, the, the, there's been no rumours which all obviously influence the, the kind of the odds market. And I believe yeah. that it wouldn't take many people betting on one manager that's at quite a long odds to actually, for the, the, the markets to react and then shorten the odds by yeah. quite a lot. That's an experiment I'd like to do one day. But, what type of manager needs to come in? What's the sort of vision of the club, in your opinion? Uh, I feel like we need a manager who's quite commanding, uh, experienced and assured. I feel like with the the inexperienced owners, I feel like that's something that can definitely help. 
tactically flexible because he's going to have to use players that potentially he might not want at the club and um, just adaptable. And I think one of the biggest things for me was that uh, this manager is going to need to be able to build a good rapport with the fans because I feel like a lot of managers can live and die on their um, communication and respect both ways you know, from and to the fans. Yeah, I think um, I think that's something that Flynn had actually, because yeah. the the fact that we only won one in what I think he said one hundred and twenty games in twenty <laughs> games or twenty one games, um, it kind of speaks volumes that a good rapport with fans. I think everyone could see that Flynn was putting his heart and soul in. I think that's one of the biggest things for me, outside of obviously like you were saying about the tactic side of things and the kind of the kind of on-field stuff. For me, I want to go back to that um defensive like kind of strength that we had. I think someone that can bring that in, we've shown that the defense we've got can be tight and and for many, many games, not just the odd match here and there. And I think with Flynn, there was always that that thought of, right, we're not conceding many. If we can just sort out that creativity or we can just take a couple more chances, we'd be yeah. a few places up, which is where it's fallen apart, is that that defence is completely gone and obviously the goals haven't come either. And I also think someone that can properly utilise some flair players. Yeah. Because we've got the likes of Knowles, who's been out of position most of the season. We've got Hutchinson that in this squad that has been underperforming going forward has scored seven and assisted seven. Yeah. We've got, you know, Connor Wilkinson, who I know really, should he stay, will be getting the best out of him next season, back from fitness with a full pre-season. We've got Jamil Matt, who scored over 20 goals in League Two last time he had a full season here. We've got some strength to build from um yeah. but i just wanted to i just wanted to read a few fan comments out um and i, I think it's it, the kind of a general vibe was that it felt like it was time to kind of that it had reached the point uh james kendrick said that the harrogate game had all the signs of a manager his time was up but I can't help but feel frustrated. The fact we're looking for our eighth manager in eight years shows it's not just Flynn's fault. We'll now have yet another rebuild and likely mid-table finish next year. Um, Sammy, uh, which is at King Smithy Seven, said, haven't got a clue now with this club, just fed up with the same old thing every season. Uh, Godzilla Kong, what a name. I wanted to give him more time, even another season, but it's difficult to argue against one win in 20 or whatever it was. Um, and then David, I'm going to say Ike. I apologise, Dave, if I pronounce that wrong. It's not Flynn's fault. I would have kept him. Very similar kind of range of views there. There were a couple that said it was time up, but even with time up, thought he could have had more time. But then understanding that by giving him more time, the football might not have changed. I think it kind of boils down to 
club identity, club vision, the moment it just feels like there's the club has lost its way on the pitch. Off it, I know Travella are trying to invest in infrastructure, which is great. And I think a lot of the fans applaud that. But on the pitch, it's a lot of signings that haven't worked out. There were gaps in the squad that weren't recruited in. It just feels like it needs someone that can unite or almost focus on that on pitch. We don't need to worry off of it. Just focus on training players, coaching them, getting a system and actually playing players that fit that system. I'm not going to kind of say, oh, I'd like this person or I'd like that person. Because like I said, I think at the moment it's a case of we can look at a list, but that will that will change inevitably over the coming mm -hmm. weeks. What I do want to kind of, the, the biggest sort of kind of potential now for next season is this Sadler-O'Kelly combination. Are they the men for the job? I don't see anyone else who can really step into those shoes. I mean, Sadler, um, he's been doing his coaching badges for a while and um, he obviously has been under a few different regimes. So he's got a kind of a range of um, kind of perspectives under his belt, I suppose, from looking at the way Matt Taylor handled things to the way that Flynn Hatswell did it. Um, he's worked with Neil McDonald um, last season towards the end. Uh, that was only for one game, mind, but still. So I feel like continuity-wise, I feel like Sadler's probably the best man for the job just to see it out. And I feel like O'Kelly will just kind of... He's a good person to bring in because he has the trust of the fans and he's someone that people can rally behind and go, do you know what? Yeah, this bad thing has happened that we don't necessarily agree with, but at least we trust the hands the club is in for the short term. I, I don't know whether it might just be me reading into things here completely. Um, and I, I'm saying full disclosure, this is just a, a prediction. I don't think you bring in O'Kelly for three games and then he leaves. And I may be completely proved wrong there. It may be that almost Sadler has kind of said, look, I think we need someone like O'Kelly. The club know him. It's like you said, a safe pair of hands to bring in, maybe just to to come in and look and kind of have a look at the situation. But I, I do get the feeling that he's not the person that's brought in for for what is it, two weeks now until the end of the season, give or take a few days. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about that potential of the two of them for next season. Because I like O'Kelly there and I really like Matt Sadler. But I don't know. I, I don't know whether this is just a, well, this this sort of combination worked for Dean Smith and that era. Let's hope it works again. What I would say to caveat that is Matt Sadler's very well respected amongst lower league football. It's where he's plied his trade. He's known at a lot of clubs. And, you know, a lot of people don't have 
a bad word to say about um so that again people don't have a bad word to say about Matt Sadler I think the same goes for O'Kelly he's you know he's sort of he's been there done that got the t-shirt he's gonna have connections at clubs importantly connections at clubs that are local to us i.e Villa and Leicester will that help will that maybe be a bit of a boost on the recruitment side is it a case of how would the dynamic work and I think this is this is the thing there's the potential there that if if almost you let let Sadler coach and be the front man but let O'Kelly maybe go off and talk to players go off and talk to coaches also being on the training pitch but have that bit of a a wise owl kind of role it could work but that's because we don't really know who else is interested in the job to compare it to at the moment yeah for me i i get what you're saying completely but i don't think that would work for what we need because I think we need someone who is a lot is very similar to Flynn, and I think we need someone who can really steer the ship. And I kind of disagree on O'Kelly. I think that potentially he probably is only only here for a short term, just to help out. The only way I could possibly see him having a future is if he takes a kind of a step up higher. He comes into some sort of I wouldn't say even director of football, but something kind of akin to that role where he's kind of offering guidance to a manager or to to other coaches or something within the club. But I don't, I think Sadler, I don't think he's ready personally, but then I don't know a lot about his coaching and his tactics. So there are question marks there. So I don't feel like that works for us right now. But I feel like Sadler potentially in the future could be a Warsaw manager. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's a matter of time that it will happen on a long term basis. I think he's got an affinity with the club. If he wants to go down that route, I think eventually he would. You know, if he if he was doing well at a similar level, end up at the club. It kind of feels a bit inevitable. I kind of want to end with what you'd said there about. A, a character similar to Flynn. Flynn was, or Travella were involved in Flynn's appointment in terms of, I think, I believe they were consulted in the process. I wouldn't say they were his man, but they were very much happy with him coming in. Mm. My concern is that they will try and go for something. No, no, no I don't want to use the word concern because that's putting someone down before they've started at the club. But with what you were kind of describing, you're kind of saying you want someone similar to Flynn to come in. Yeah. Do you think Travella will go for that, bearing in mind this is now all on them and they've just got rid of that character and that type of person? See, this is where I struggle because when they say when you sack a manager... Go for everything that guy wasn't. Yeah, go for the exact opposite. Go to the other end of the spectrum. But that's what we did from 
we went from it was it Clark to an experienced manager to Taylor, the inexperienced manager, and then back to Flynn, an experienced manager. So we've we've done that, you know, that kind of that jig the last few years. We've got an inexperienced manager, experienced manager. Yeah, we keep repeating this cycle, and I don't think that really works. So I think a bit of continuity, personally, would be better. Yeah, go I'm, for another experienced manager. I'm just looking at something here because we obviously say Clark and Flynn were experienced managers, and they were. They've they they are proven at this level. Clark is currently 45, so he must have been with us when he was sort of early 40s. Flynn, I'm just getting up the figures now. Flynn is 42. So again, a very similar age. Yeah. Um, Matt Taylor um, is now currently 41. Do you see where I'm going with this, potentially? Yeah. They're not, age-wise, they aren't that far apart. Do you think that the next move is someone that's maybe when we say experienced, older. Potentially. I think when we talk experience, less than age, it's pedigree. You know, it's experience in terms of games managed. Like, because Matt Taylor, this was, that was his first real job. Yeah. Whereas the other two managers, Flynn had had a longish stint at Newport and Clark had several promotions on his CV and had kind of been there and done it. I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah. The maybe the next step is to go for a more senior figure, an older head, someone who can guide the club. Yeah, it's hard to say. By someone that's older, that I'm not saying go and get like someone okay who's okay at his age that's like mid sixties. Like, although Roy Hodgson's still going and he's doing a great yeah. job, yeah, sort of thing. But like someone that's been there and done it over a period of time that can bring and I'm going to say experience as in years and years and years mm. of experience that might be a bit different than the I still think Flynn and Clark were young and hungry managers mm. and I'm not saying that older means that you're not hungry but I feel that someone that's older that has potentially gone gone beyond that like young hungry sort of keen to please that might might actually turn around to the board and say actually you're wrong this is what we should be yeah. doing but maybe mm -hmm. has a little bit more weight and gravitas behind them because they've got those years and maybe have managed several clubs um, again but they're not a journeyman and this is where you start, like it's difficult because yeah it's a very niche thing to find yeah yeah i i agree I, I'll be honest, I have no idea what direction the club should go in other than finding someone who can provide stability and continuity because they're going to have to. Someone is going to have to because they're going to be stuck with a core squad that isn't theirs and they can't rebuild in the same way that the managers of previous years have. So right now, all I can say is we need a manager who can take this bunch of players and make it work in his system. Wise wise words there, Harley, mm. to end on. 
we'd like to say a big thank you to everyone that listened to our first episode. Um, we again have been really blown away with the the support and the numbers. Um, we will continue to take feedback on board, um, and we thank you for all of sort of your engagement and comments, voting on polls, and sort of we've also received a lot of messages uh, directly to us. So I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone for that. Thank you, guys. And we. Well, we will be speaking to you in just over a week's time unless any big news comes out of the club. Um, yeah, the the kind of... It's very early, I feel, to be releasing a bonus special. So I think we'll just call yeah. this episode two. Yeah.